Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 245. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and today we're going to kick off our new arc. We're talking about a deck that's got no thumbs, all ass, and all action. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. <laughs> I haven't laughed at an intro in a good long while. Oh, I do what I can. Yeah. But a whole bunch is going down. We've got stories to tell, people to thank, a deck to get into, a new arc to explain. But before we do any of that stuff, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. Very much so. And you told me, as part of the new arc, that you had ordered some cards. In fact, every card that was suggested mm-hmm. for today's deck has been added or ordered from Fusion Games. CCO Fusion 5 promo code, 5% off, I assume they're all foil. All but one. All but one. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get the one in foil. It just oh. wasn't available. Well, so is, is it a, Was it a red card? It's a blue card. Oh, it doesn't need to be yeah, foil. Yeah, right? <laughs> doesn't need to be foil. You're too pretentious by now anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are here. Big thanks to Fusion. Big thanks to Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash podcast. We've got some of them to thank. Thanks to new subs. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, which you should be because the YouTube content's real good. Yes. Yes. You should fucking watch. Uh, just today, I showed Brando the next open flippy video, oh, yeah. the, the Super Pack video. It's pretty good. And it actually launched today, but you're watching this after. So hopefully you've watched it already. If you haven't, there may be a little card up at the top or a, or a link at the at the end of the video. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. The guy in the next studio. <laughs> I figured it out too. Tell me. I got the sinking chair. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I hate the sinking chair. Yeah. I like to make it, I like to trick everybody into thinking that I'm the tall one. That's it. Yep. It's not true. It's not. No. So, <laughs> wh- where do we go from here? You know what? You you said new arc, but before new arc, we got to tease something. Uh? You know how sometimes we do a bonus show? Uh-huh. Bonus show usually is the last Wednesday of the month or wherever a set review falls. Uh-huh. What's our bonus show this week? Preview card, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, because we've got a preview card for Modern Horizons 2. It, it It's coming out on May 27th. That's okay. a Thursday this week. Yes, that's like 48 hours from now. Yes. 72 hours from now, because this is Monday. Well, ye- Seeing into the future is hard. I don't know how people Dude, do it. Today is not Monday when they're watching this. Today is not Monday when we're recording this. 48 hours was the correct answer because this is Tuesday morning when people are watching this. This is not the pre-show. Nope. No, this is <laughs> this the real is the show. real fucking deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. You can watch the pre-show, too. If you're new to YouTube, we do a pre-show. There is a guessing game yeah. where, where you guess this week's commander. You get entered in to win a stinky old magic booster pack. Yeah, or in this case, also you can answer Brando's scientific survey question of the week where I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should clean all the mess out of my dad's truck that he lent to me. Oh, yeah. Well, last week was a commander guess. Yes. We gave some hints. Did. I've got the winner. Who is it? The winner, while the winner guessed Blex Vexing Pest. Yeah. Yes. That's that's what it was. The winner is, and I think he's a Patreon supporter. In fact, I know he is because I remember the nickname. This is Paul Hemminghaus, who's the winner. Paul Hasselhoff, right? Pa- Paul Hemming Hasselhoff. Yeah. <laughs> he probably got a really hairy chest. And back. Or really big boobs. I don't think that those things are all like on the same person in Baywatch, but that's what I think of. I it think of big be. boobs and I think of hairy chests. It could be. That show is all about different body images and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Very progressive. <laughs> very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, get at us. We'll get you your booster pack. No problems. No uh, no chest hair. Also, no, well, no promises on that. Oh, no? No, we might put a chest hair on it. I mean, I don't think we have a chest hair oh, between yeah. us. Oh, yeah, we'd have to get some from somebody. Yeah, we have to borrow some. I don't got any else. of those. <laughs> 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 All right, well, new arc. Thanks for being here. Arc of Strixhaven is over. Arc of the art of... Deck building. Yeah. So we're gonna... t- tell us a little bit about that. It so, was, this was a little bit your idea, right? Yeah, so here's the the the, the impetus, the inspiration, if you will. I was yes. trying my best to build an Is It Spell Slinger deck. Which normally you would think you can do. You're a red player. You yeah. like casting big X spells. You right. know about all the all the rituals and all the red ramp, if you yeah. will. Yeah, yeah, like, and I can do it. And if I was to ask, if I was asked to build one for the show, 
totally could do it, no problem. But this is one that I want to play, and Spellslinger is not typically my forte, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So I, I put this deck together, and I don't want to say it totally sucks, Well, here, well, but it's not really great. And so I figured what maybe would help me learn a little more be maybe I'll put this out to the nation. Maybe I'll ask for some help from yeah. people who know how to build decks like this to kind of move me forward in my spell slingery deck building antics so that I can end up with a deck that both I like and isn't just another mono red Brando burn deck. There it is. That's what I was going to say. Something that is for you unique and interesting and gives you a, a different gameplay experience than what is normal when you include red cards in decks. Yeah. So that's important. And to do that, you go outside of your, your box a little bit or outside of your comfort zone if you're used to playing certain types of cards or, or, or having a certain kind of experience. Yeah. And you, you did that through uh, looking to the nation. Yeah. CCO Nation to help you. Yeah, and I got some some actually really good ideas. Not that I'm surprised I got a bunch of ideas, but... I got some good stuff. There's a bunch of good deck builders in the nation. Yeah. Lots of smart people. Yeah, good enough that I went out and I, I spent my hard-earned coins mm -hmm. on the suggestions that were given to me. So I'm, uh -huh. And I'm actually pumped. I think this deck is going to be really good once it's all put back together. Because as of right now, it kind of doesn't do anything. And the win condition that everybody was having trouble finding, a whole bunch of people messaged me, Brandon, how does this deck even win? I thought that too. That and is one of my notes. What does it even do? And it, in my head, here's what I was going to do. Here's the here's the combo mm. that I built the deck around. The, this is this was the original win con. Yeah. The, okay. As the, the deck that we're going to tech on the show sans all the suggestions that we're going to talk about, this is how I wanted to win. Thousand Year Storm in play mm -hmm. with a Krark's thumb. Okay. And Krark. Okay. Gut shot. Okay. Over and over and over again, losing the flip on purpose. To return it to your hand. To return it back to my hand. But every time I try casting it for free or two life, it's copied with copied, thousand year old. Copied, 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 okay. copied, copied. I like that. And then at the end of it, I would, if that wasn't enough to kill everybody, grape shot. That uh, that also works. Yeah, but of course that's a five card combo in a deck with one tutor. And other than that, I well, figured, one well, of those I, cards is your commandy. True. So I, that, that that does help. I figured I'd draw into enough cards because I got lots of ways to draw cards. Yeah. I would just draw them. Sure. Right. And I just no, no. So okay. It, it ended up having a bunch of really long turns that didn't really go anywhere, and that's my personal pet peeve. If if somebody else is going to do that, that's fine. But I hate having long turns that don't go anywhere. I hate it. Okay. Well. The, the impetus for the arc was this deck and, and learning how to do something new, I guess. Yeah. A little bit what I wanted to add or what I was thinking about when you're talking about the art of deck building, I thought it's exactly it's exactly that. It is an art. Mm -hmm. And you see all these tweets and all these articles and all these people, channels, really smart people, good communicators that are saying, oh, you need this much of this. You need 37 lands. You need this much of this. You need a dedicated win con. You need all these things that they say you need like there's a formula to build a deck like it's some scientific equation that we can solve right it's and not. and you can apply scientific principles to deck building sure right i yeah. need statistically this much to find something i need this many land to have three in my opener or whatever it is there's but, lots of math involved yeah th there could be but you could and this is how i do it a little bit more <clears throat> a little bit more is you can treat it like an art it's like cooking it's like dancing it's like painting sure there are wrong ways to do those things of right? course yeah. yeah right like yeah. I, like the example i gave brando like throwing food in the garbage is the wrong way to fucking cook right? yeah something some making harmful art or offensive art to people that is purposefully hurtful eh, it's probably the wrong way to do it you're probably not doing that you're your your heart's in the wrong place yeah and and the same is true for deck building right if you yeah. purposely try to fuck with somebody that's probably the wrong way to do it but wait i've definitely done that well what are you trying to say what i'm trying to say is <laughs> making a deck is like eating a taco it's like taco night there's not really a wrong way to do it and everybody loves taco night yeah crush it up taco salad you could do you could do soft shell hard shell you could do nachos you could take your actual hard tortilla like the u-shaped one smash it up onto a plate and make it into nachos you're still eating taco night 
but it's yeah. it's it's just a different form, right? And and that's kind of what deck building is to me. If you were totally heinous, you could not put enough taco stuff in there so that you could pinch the shell shut real tight and then flip it upside down and eat like the filling first and just have two shitty greasy ass chips over at the end. Ooh. Well, some people like the really greasy chips. That's true. They're soft. They don't hurt their teeth. Yeah, well, there it is. See, no wrong way. And that's what we're we're gonna exemplify with one of Brando's decks. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at one of my decks where I kind of apply this type of principle. And then maybe some some decks from the nation. If you're having trouble with a deck, if there's something you can't figure out, it's like I've got all the ramp I need, I've got all the, the rocks I need, I've got all the card draw, but it still doesn't quite do it. That's what we're here for. Yeah. So send them in, right? Yeah, I've already got help with this deck. In order to set up the rest of the arc, we're going to do an Orion's decks next week. You'll have the link posted on our socials, so follow us on all of those. You'll yep. see the link. Send us your suggestions. And while you're sending suggestions, if you have decks that you think need some work and you'd like the Nation and Ryan and I to take a look at them, send them in, commandercookout at gmail.com, yep. and we'll put them out to the Nation. We're going to we're gonna tech a few decks at least until we get bored of doing it. Yeah, very much so. Now, a couple other places. There are There is a preferred deck list channel on the Patreon Discord, and we do check decks there, just like the commandercookout at gmail.com. Just make sure you say that it's like, whether it's an email or in a Discord channel, that you say it's for the art of deck building. Yeah. And then there is a casual and a jank channel as well yeah. that anybody can post to. Again, make sure that you say it's for the art of deck building and maybe tag myself or Brando on those in the Discord so we can actually see them and find them because the email and the preferred desk deck list channels are where we go mostly. Yeah, if, if you don't tag me on Discord, I have a really hard time finding Oh, it, it goes so fast, yeah, right? It, There's so I'm many not, people just finger blasting each other. I'm and... not fast enough. <laughs> oh. I showed up in there in the, spoilers, in the spoiler section a little while ago. Yep. They're talking about... I don't know... They're posting all these spoilers that aren't from Forgotten Realms, and it's just confusing me. <laughs> it's I, the only ones you're looking for? I don't even know what this other set is supposed to be or why they're posting them. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe if you tune in on May 27th on Thursday, you'll you'll find out what some of the Modern Horizons, that's the set, Ooh. what the previews are. Because you and I are going to talk about ours. Oh, yeah, that's very yeah, exciting. Okay, yeah, you'll be here for that. All right, I'm happy I'll be around for that. That's, that's awesome. You mentioned the nation a couple times. Did. You mentioned the Discord. Did. Mentioned uh, the benefits. Uh, we didn't mention the benefits yet, but if you want a Brando token or altar or, or CCO sticker. Yeah, I'm working on some more this weekend, which is very exciting. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I sent you a whole list. You got them? They're the ones that I'm doing. All right, sweet. We've got some new patrons. Yes. We'll start with an increase, though. Okay. This is this is friend and supporter of the show and guy that we just did a little um, a little thing for that he asked us but no spoilers because uh, super secret yeah, stuff yeah we did a super secret thing for Drew Mitchell it's Drew Gitchell hey Gitch Gitch yeah so big thanks for the increase we appreciate the support first new patron uh oh I'm gonna use his alias but I'm gonna also use his last name because it's a it's a good one okay <laughs> okay. okay this is Promethean Cook which is kind of a cool name. Promethean cook. Does last that, last that, name. Okay, okay, okay. Last name. Higginsbotham. Which is kind of just a funny word, but yeah. it kind of sounds like he's like, think of Higgins and Gotham. Way not as cool as Batman. I, I want to say like Higginsbottom. Yeah, definitely Higginsbottom. Or a Hickenbotham. That's or, or uh, a Sean... Hick Hickbottom. I like Hickbottom. 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 He yeah. he hick rock bottom. <laughs> 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 and he found Commander Cookout when he was there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are yeah. here. It works out. Oh, so big thank you. And of course, F you. All right, we got a couple more. Joseph Fitz. Fairly normal name. Fitz in what? Fitz in what? Well, probably nothing. Because he's huge or because he's too small? Oh, I Talking was thinking about two too, different things. Yes, I was thinking too small. You were thinking too huge? Yeah. Well, pick yeah. your poison there, Mr. <laughs> Fitz, I guess. <laughs> Joseph Fitz in nothing. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Yep. Big thank you. Final one. It fits in bottom. <laughs> fits in bottom. <laughs> yeah, maybe they'll meet and become friends. Final one, though. Tyler Jones. This is TJ. Do we have a TJ in the nation? TJ Hooker. TJ Hooker. I, I was going to say, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. I know that that's a, a TV show, but we can have that. We can have a TJ Hooker in the nation. Pseudo-celebrity. Absolutely, we well, can. You know how many pseudo-celebrities we have? Like a hundred. Oh, lots of them. Oh man, yeah. all over the place. The nation is star-studded. Baseball players, 
actors, wrestlers. Yeah, f- brothers and sisters of all those people, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're lesser known relatives. But yeah, they're yeah. here and they're great. They're seven out of ten at yep. best. TJ Hooker, welcome and F you. Agreed. Don't know why anybody wants these, but it is one of the benefits. Yep. The, hard, and, hard air quote. Yeah, hard hard air quote on the benefit. <laughs> okay. We we've talked a bunch. Let's read our two commandies. You mentioned Clark. Who's the other? Clark the Thumbless is the first one. Everybody knows what he does, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a two-two for two. You cast a spell. You flip a coin. If you win the flip, you copy it. If you lose the flip, you put the card back in your hand. Yes, and you do want to win the flip to copy, and you also do want to lose the flip to return it to your hand so you can cast it again. Yeah. You want to do both of those things, right? So no matter how I how it ends up, I win. Okay. Which is excellent. And so, the other one being the, blue, do you think it's Sakashima? No, I know it's not Sakashima. Oh, okay. <laughs> Initially, I thought maybe I should be Sakashima. I thought, no. Nah, everybody no, does that. It's like be, one of the top is it combinations. Yeah, it's going to be a real deck. So yep. I picked Isior Wardwing Familiar. What the fuck? Which is a 1-3 flyer for blue one, bird. Spells my opponent's cast that target one or more commanders I control cost three more. Okay. So, so I'm going all in on Clark, and I'm making it harder for you to kill my Clark. All in on Clark, but you get to play blue. Yeah. And then you don't have to have the the rule zero conversation, or you don't have to add add this to your rule zero conversation. Yeah. It's not Clark and Sakashima. It's not a storm deck. It's not a CEDH Clark and Sakashima deck. Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to do that. And while it is kind of a storm deck, it's a shitty storm deck. And after I get all these cards in, it's going to be even worse at being a storm <laughs> deck, which I really like. <laughs> Okay, have we cleared everything up? We've we're doing the arc of the art of deck building. Yeah, we've thanked the patrons. We we've have read the commandies. We have. We teased the Thursday episode. We've established that it is in fact Tuesday today and yes. not Monday. Yes, we've done all sorts of things already. Are we ready to do a deck? Yeah. Where should we start, Ryan? <laughs> well, it's got a lot of the the regulars, right? Sure. Should we start with you? You've got your custom categories. Boring ramp eleven. Now, from a standard deck building template, seems good. Sure. Give them a read. Give all the the regular ones a read, and then if we have to go back, we'll go back. How about I give them all a read, and then we'll go back? That way, sure. I can go really fast. Okay. Saul Ring, Seething Song, Rowan Scholar of Sparks, Pyretic Ritual, Primal Amulet, Maniscape Refractor, Clark, Th- Clark Clan Ironworks, Desperate Ritual, Cloud Key, Brass's Bounty, and Arcane Signet. Okay, so there's a bunch of rocks in there we're not going to go over, except for Clark Clan Ironworks lets us sack artifacts to get mana? Yeah, I think that that's one of the ones that's going to go, just because originally I think I was going to play Togo so I get the rocks, then I could sack rocks oh, to get yeah. mana, because they're mana rocks, <laughs> right? But but yeah, now I... I, I well, yeah. you know what? If that one goes, I actually like that, because one of my notes is, is in direct reference to the number of permanents in your Spell Slinger deck, mm. which maybe has been suggested by other people in the nation, maybe not. But as it stands, the deck that I reviewed to make these notes, 33 permanents. Lots of permanents. In your Spellslinger deck. Yeah, permanents. Yeah. Like me some permanents, Ryan. Well, if you're trying to cast big spells or copy them (laughs) or storm them, right, or ritual into them, right? Yeah, fair point. Okay, so any any others that you think we should spend some time on? We're playing a new Stonkhaven Planeswalker in... Rowan Scholar of Sparks, you might be worth a read. And this is the this is a ramp card, you say? I do because it makes my instants and sorceries cost one less. Okay, that's I, the I like that. ability on my two mana or three mana two loyalty planeswalker. Her plus one, she does one damage to something, and if I've drawn three or more cards, just three damage instead. Yep. And her minus is I get an emblem that lets me pay two colorless to copy my instants and sorceries as I play them. And there is another side to that card, but fuck that side. It sucks. This card, this side makes our stuff cost less, and we can plus her like two times and get an emblem that copies our stuff. Yes. It's pretty good. Yeah. And the other one also makes our stuff cost less, but it also sucks. Okay. There's a thing. Uh, Primal Amulet, I'm only pointing out because I got a sweet treasure chest promo of it. Well, that's not a reason to put it in a Spell Slinger deck, but it does make instants and sorceries cost less, right? Yeah. And it turns into a land that copies spells that you play with it. Okay, okay, then I yeah. think that that does go in a Spell Slinger deck. Yeah. 
And uh, Manascape Refractor, that makes it, that gives it all the abilities of lands you control, right? Lands on the battlefield. Lands on the battlefield. Yeah. Okay, so you can take advantage of somebody's big land. Well, now that right? maybe, I don't know, apparently. Is it just mana abilities? No, it's abilities. So you could actually sacrifice that to destroy a land if somebody has a strip mine? Yes. Cool. Yes, <laughs> or I could use it with somebody else's uh, Cabal Coffers Urborg Tomb of Yawgmoth combo to make a whole bunch of mana to power my spells. Oh, yeah, and if right? they've got the if they've got the uh, the one that untaps a land as well. Ooh. Yeah, what what is that one? Not terrain generator. Uh, uh it's a temple. Desolate temple? Ah, oh, Joe's got it on the screen. Yeah, it'll be there. It's but... from Odyssey, I think, right? Yeah. Dang it. Well, you could you could make some mana with that. Okay, so that's that's what we've got there. Brass's bounty makes makes a treasure for each land you control so it's like yep. a land doubler if you can double that it's a land tripper tripler you just have to be careful it costs lots of mana yeah, to like it costs seven it costs seven up front yeah right? i've got some stories from the deck where some of the draw spells i have where it's like pay two and discard two cards to draw three cards and i lose the coin flip and i end up just essentially discarding three cards oh, yeah oh. we got to be careful with that let's look yeah. at the card draw then since since you just uh talked about it all right, we want to draw some cards. I have Wild Guess. That Wild Guess, Thrill of Possibility, and Cathartic, Cathartic Reunion. Reunion, and Honor of the God Pharaoh all kind of do the same thing. Discard some amount of cards to draw. Some amount of cards, yes. Okay. Then what I'm, else? I've got Lord Lord Rackus. That's draw a card when it mutates? It mutates, and then I return a instant or sorcery from my graveyard to my hand. I count that as drawing because it doesn't copy it but it also doesn't play it on its own okay so you mutate it for is it is it and you get it's a getter backer yeah i that's actually good because it's two mana to get something back and you get a creature left behind yeah that's good yeah and it's got cool fucking art on now it. that gets worse the more creatures you take out of the deck which is what my suggestion is to do but i'll always have two in the zone good point right okay how about uh let up the stage if somebody lost life you can cast it for red you exile the top two until the next, until you, the end of your next turn. You can play those cards. Cool. Yeah, it's a good one. It costs three if somebody hasn't lost life, though. Worst case scenario, you attack with your flying east or bird. People are gonna lose some life. Yeah. Okay. Jaya Ballard. Oh, that's another one. This I'm... is another one where it's like, okay, it costs five up front, and you only get three back the first turn from plus two in her, right? Or I can soft wheel. I can windfall myself. Okay. That's that's why she's in there mostly. I can discard my hand or up to three cards and then draw three cards. And the uh, the 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 utility of having maybe you'll get six mana off of her over two turns, so she makes you one mana, or you can like soft wheel yourself. She's pretty ubiquitous too. Like people see her, they're like they're not super threatened by her in most cases because she's not incredibly strong. Yeah. Until you get her ultimate, where it gives all of your instants and sorceries flashback. Ah, yeah. You know what? We're yeah. we're playing a couple other things that do that for us. You know what I like instead of her? Fucking Wheel of Fortune. Just, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I like Wheel of Fortune with some of the other cards that you play more than Jai Ballard. <laughs> How about Gira Ori? Ooh. Each player can play an additional land. If you have no cards in hand at end of turn, you draw three. That's why I play it. Draw three. Yeah. You have no cards in hand lots in this in this deck? Yes. What? It's part of the problem. Oh. Is I run out of fucking gas lots of the time. Sometimes I try and play a card draw spell and I end up discarding my hand, Ryan. That's an accident. Actually, you know what? That is actually good. Because, again, when we get to the duplicate section, you might want to discard your hand. Burr, 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 burr. Okay. That's actually good. It, it's subtly good. That is That is the art of deck building. I don't want to copy a spell that makes me discard cards to cast and then have it return to my hand. But if I can draw three if my hand's empty, well, but it wouldn't be because you'd return that card to your hand. Eh, we'll find a way. We'll find, find a way. way. Okay. And then the last card in this section is Archmaid Emeritus. Whenever you cast or copy a spell, you draw a card. Yeah. Whenever you cast a spell. Instant or sorcery. sorcery. Oh, fuck. It's a spell slinger deck. Yeah. Whenever you cast a spell, draw a card. Yeah. Whenever you copy a spell, draw a card. Yeah. Storm count 10. Draw fucking 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little bit of a non-bow with your gear poor Ori, but again, this is the art of deck building. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, gear poor Ori lets me play extra lands too. Okay. So it's not the worst. Okay. Should we go to the duplication station? 
Sure, because I just mentioned it. Yeah, let's yeah. let's let's do it. I have Viran Voice of Duality. Hey, this is a new C20 card. Still got that hot price tag for like pre-order price tag, I'll call it, right? Yeah. Still like 15 bucks, 13 bucks or something. This is Magecraft as well, so whenever you cast an instant or sorcery or copy, right? Yep. If it causes an ability to trigger, it triggers twice. Yeah. So it's like doubling trigger. Yes. Okay. And it also gets bigger when you cast stuff for the turn. So let go, go up to Thousand Year Storm. Thousand Year Storm, baby. That starts with whenever. That is a triggered ability. Yeah. When, whenever, and at, right? Yep. So if we had, what is it, Veyren, Voice of Duality? Yep. And we cast, I don't know, if we cast Grape Shot, mm-hmm. it's going to cause Thousand Year Storm to trigger, which mm-hmm. is going to copy Grape Shot. Mm-hmm. And then Thousand Year Storm is going to trigger again because of Veyran. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get three Grape Shots for nothing, just for casting Grape Shot with those two cards out. Yeah. And if we've cast Grape Shot and returned it to our hand with Krark once, and then we cast it again, it's going to cause two more triggers from Thousand Year Storm, plus another trigger because we've cast Grape Shot already, plus Grape Shot's going to see that Grape Shot was fucking cast. <laughs> <laughs> and and is Storm, is Storm a triggered ability? Yes. Yes, because Storm says, when you cast this. Yeah. When is a triggered ability. Holy fuck, you're going <laughs> to cast lots of shit. <laughs> right? It's awesome. Okay. Uh, so let, let's let's read Thousand Year Storm because we just talked a whole bunch about it. You give it a read. It's an enchantment for blue, red, four. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it for each other instant and sorcery spell you've cast before at this turn. You can choose new copies, targets for the copies. Yes. You, you have to remember for each one you've cast before this turn, not copied. It doesn't, it doesn't re-trigger on copies because it would just make itself go infinite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a gooder. How about Twinning Staff? Twinning Staff is if you would copy a spell, you copy it an additional time. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. I, I play that one in, in uh, Calamax. Yeah, and you, you, can, you can pay seven tap copy an instant or sorcery. We control, which is kind of... Bu- for seven... Yeah. I think I should be able to get your cultivate. Well, remember, remember, it is seven twice. I, right? Okay. All yeah, right. that's pretty good. Fair that's point. Pretty good. Swarm intelligence. Oh, now art of deck building. Yeah. This is this seems like a really good card because it, it seems a lot like Thousand Year Storm, but this is this might be a trap card and it's a permanent. Yeah. Okay, so this is blue six, Ooh. Ooh. enchantment. Whenever you cast an instance or sorcery, you may copy that and you uh, you copy it. It's got the locust god on it though, man. Look at that. Pretty cool. It's got the locust god on pretty, it. Pretty pretty cool. It doesn't copy it for each time a spell cast before it. Yeah. And it costs more than Thousand Year Storm. Cut it. Uh, that's a tough one to justify at seven. Yeah. When you could play like a when you could play like a Narset's reversal. Somebody somebody um suggest that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because that lets you copy something, which would double with a twinning staff. You copy it twice, and you then you return it to your hand. So it's kind of doing what Krark does already, right? I dig that. Yeah. So let's say you're, and you're shaving like five mana <laughs> off your deck. Yeah. Anyways, how about refuse to cooperate? I don't know what either of those do. Refuse is the first part of the card. Refuse deals damage to target spells controller equal to that spell's converted mana cost. That's Fine. Sure, you copy that when somebody casts like a big creature. Somebody costs us casts a swarm intelligence. Somebody casts her crater hoof. Oh yeah, fuck, take sixteen. Yeah. You die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. And then cooperate is aftermath, so you can cast it from your graveyard for blue two. Copy target instance or sorcery spell, pick new targets with a copy. Uh, those are good fits for this deck. Not, not terrible. Yeah. Pyromancer's goggles. Taps her red and then copies a, a red thing that you cast with it. Yes. Past in flames. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this gives instants and sorceries in your graveyard flashback, and it has flashback for five. Yeah. Oh, baby. Mizzix is master. Here we fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exile target card that's an instant or sorcery from your graveyard, and then you can cast it without paying its mana cost? Yeah. Well, you, you, you copy it and then play the copy without. Wait, do you copy it, copy and then cast it? Oh my god. For each card exiled this way, copy it. And you may cast the copy. Does that mean it triggers Magecraft twice? Yes. 
<laughs> yes, and and it would and it would be triggered by like uh, that Vayren if you're casting or copying. It, it copies to yes, yes, because you're creating a copy, and then you're casting the copy. It's very weird. Isochron Scepter and some imprint stuff from original Mirrodin work like that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Mizzix Mastery has overload, so you can do it with every single instant and sorcery in your graveyard. So, so we should probably mention that, hey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fucking good. I like that lot. Yeah. Oh, what, what, what's the overload cost? Like eight? Eight. Red, 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 five. Red, 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 five. Worth it. Worth it. Oh, worth, fuck. Worth it. Worth yeah, because it you day. just you just discard your whole hand to, to Cathartic Reunion and Krark bouncing it, and then you just go, yeah, uh, fucking Ritual, Mizzix Mastery, fucking copy all my shit for yeah. free. Die. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Most likely. Goblin Dark Dwellers. Oh, this is a five drop four four menace goblin. Can only be blocked by two or more creature. And you can cast an instant or sorcery out of your graveyard. With converted mana cost three. That's fine. That's pretty good. That's fine. Lots of those. Fury Storm. Oh, god dang. Yeah, this is a copier, but you can copy this for each time you've cast your commander. Which will be at least two by the time you're playing this. So you, you cast this and you actually get three copies of something. Yeah. Or, well, three versions of a spell. The original, yeah. then two copies? Yeah. Okay. Double vision. First spell you cast each turn gets copied. That's, that's fine. I think that's okay. I, I played this card. Yeah. And the last one is a personal pet card of mine. That oh. I, I just really like Dijin Illuminatus. This is well. You give it a read then, if you, it's your guy. It is a three-five flyer for Is it hybrid? Is it hybrid five? Each instant and sorcery spell you play has replicate, and the replicate cost is equal to its mana cost. And what replicate is is you can just pay the cost of a spell over and over and over again, and each time you pay it, you copy the spell. Ooh, that's the original Is it keyword from OG Ravnica. Replicate. Yep. Yep. I like that. I think that it would be much better with some of the suggestions that that you and I are going to talk about. So let's keep plowing through some of the deck here because we got to get to those suggestions. Should we talk about the removing and protecting myself? Yeah, that's a pretty it's fast a- way to fly through a deck. Vandal Blast, smoke. Smoke uh, makes only one thing on tap. Cut it. You don't need it. Smash to smithereens. That's a good one. Lightning Greaves. That's a good one. Cleansing Wildfire. Shh, that's a, probably a sweeper. Kills a non-basic, I draw a card. Or kills a land, draw a card. Draw a card is important there. Yep. Chain reaction. That's a sweeper. Blood moon. I could probably cut it. A braid. Uh, that's a good one too. That, that only deals damage to creatures, though, right? Yeah. But or, if we could copy that three or four times and just like mow down a field, pretty good. Pretty pretty good. Pretty solid. It also destroys artifacts. That isn't nothing. Yeah. So, so that's that. Okay. Then I got some dudes that do damage, and they are. It's basically the same card two times. Sure. It's pyrehound and pyroceratops, Ooh. and they are both. Two threes for red three with trample, and then it's whenever you cast a non-creature or instant or sorcery spell, they get a plus one, plus one counter. So they get big. These would maybe act as, like, backup win cons for after you, like, abrade three or four times, and you're like, oh, now all of a sudden I have, like, this 8-8. Yes. And you're at fucking eight life, or what have you. Yeah, welcome to Pound Town. Okay, okay. Let's you switch gears a little bit. Yeah, which is important. And they're cool because they're dinosaurs and dogs that are elemental. Okay, and and they would play off of a riff off of the make damage category, of which we have 13 cards. And this is the section where we're playing a lot more permanents. Yeah. So let's, let's, there's a few of them that do kind of the same thing. There's Thermo Alchemist, there's Electrostatic Field, and there's Gutter Snipe. Which, and, and Firebrand Archer. Oh, yeah, that's right. And whenever you cast like an instant or sorcery, they deal one or two damage. Yes. Yeah, okay. Then I've got a Rune Flare Trap. Ooh. If an opponent casts three or more cards from their hand this turn, you can pay red instead of the red, red, four mana cost? Now, here's the... That's a trap card. It's drew three. Yes, it is. (laughs) You activated my trap cards. If they drew three or more cards this turn, which happens pretty often. Yeah, sorry. And it's my favorite mana cost. And I've been dying to play this card in Commander for so long. Okay, so what does it do? For red, what does it do? Rune Flare Trap deals damage to target player equal to the number of cards in that player's hand. So that's like red lightning bolt. Or... If they had zero cards and drew three. Yes. Okay. Or if you're playing buddy, playing mono card value 
no max hand size. Oh, yeah. Deck. Uh, yeah. Value blue sun zenith just to dig for my combo. Draw Ex 10. Exactly. Reliquary tower. Go. I've oh, got, really? Oh, not, nice 17 cards, bud. <laughs> You're like taking 34. Yep. For red. I hope so. Excellent. Gonna, that's a good card. Rolling earthquake. That's a sweeper, as is. As is what else? Which which other one are you playing? Comet Storm. Of course you are. Of now course, yeah. I don't think that you're making enough mana to play Rolling Earthquake or Comet Storm to win the game. Yeah. And you either cut them or play big mana. But if you do big mana, then it feels like all of your other red decks. Yeah. So that that's a little bit of the the switching it up and finding a unique kind of place for the deck to land. The Ryan Special. Oh fuck yeah! Price of Progress. Yeah, I like this one. Deals two damage to each player for each non-basic they control. A card that I think I got hooped by a little bit well, in Magma Jet. Two damage to any target or creature or player. Any target, right? Yeah. Sure. Scry two. Yeah. That's fine. I copied it four times in one game, and I just found a card that I wanted on top in the first one. Yeah. And it's just... And then it turns into Scry one. Yeah. It's like, okay, well... Which is still fine. It's, it's it, okay. It does let you dig. I play one Scry card like that in Zata where I might copy it eight times, which is scry one eight times, that does let you dig. It, it does let you see eight cards if you don't find something you want. Yes. Which is, let's get them lands out of the way. Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. Could be a finisher with Thousand Year Storm. Insult to Injury. Insult is damage can't be prevented this turn, and if a source I would deal, I control would deal damage this turn, deals double. double damage. Yes. Shit, yeah. And then injury is, it does two damage to target creature and two damage to target player. It's there for insult. Yeah, that's a damage doubler on a spell, so we can copy it. Yeah. Because you copy it, it quadruples, and then octuples, and then 16 tuples. Yes. 32 tuples. That's a win con, because you do that, and then you just gut shot one guy, and they die. Yes. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay. We have Gutshot. Gutshot. That's Phyrexian Red. Phyrexian Red to deal one damage to target creature or player. Ooh, but good. if we can double it to two, and then if we can copy it a bunch of times, yeah, okay. Grape Shot. That deals one damage for two mana, but it has Storm. Yeah. Okay. What's the What's the actual price on this? I'm playing the, the Japanese full art foil one, and the prices listed on Architect are either five bucks or sixty. What is happening there? Uh, probably one is in reference to Japanese not foil, and the other one is probably quoting Japanese foil, because yeah. the Japanese foil one is $60. Nice. And the Japanese non-foil one is, yeah, like five bucks. Sick. Sure. So is that the deck? Did we, did, we do, did we get the whole deck? Now we got one more section. Sure. Okay, the last category is the lulls category. Yes, and this is the one that I continue to to take uh i don't know not offense not heed this is the one that i have contention with because it oh. has more permanence and we need fucking rituals and mana but let's read the permanence let's sure read them. let's read them. sure first one is young peasy young peasy is win more because it's not going to give you enough bodies or big enough bodies to do really anything play jessica's will but 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 they block don't care okay all right Metallurgic Summonings. I don't even... I never remember what that card does. Whenever I cast an instant or sorcery spell, I get X... I get an XX colorless construct creature token where X is that spell's mana cost. Okay. Those are at least big enough bodies that people might not attack you. And then I can also repay its mana cost and, and exile it, and I get all of my instant and sorcery spells from my graveyard back to my hand. That's a good card. If I have six or more artifacts, but like... It, Do you play artifact lands in here? I could. You should. I will. You should just to make sure you hit it, right? Just to make sure you hit it. You get that extra little 1%, right? 2% in your case. 3% because you get three artifact lines. Yeah. Yeah, it makes the math easy. <laughs> Crocs thumb. Crocs thumb, probably need that. Yes. Hostility. It feels like win more. Feels like regular Brando card. But let me hit you with this one. Let me you, al you, you always hit me with hostility. I always hit you with hostility because if I can't grape shot for the win... But I can grape shot for 10. It turns that 10 into 30. Yes, because you prevent damage dealt to your opponents, and instead you get three ones with haste, right? Yes. Yes. So it's it, I put it in there as my getting there, but not quite. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you back with this. This okay. is the first time I hit you back with this. Oh, shit. Because I've got some experience in decks like this. If you're finding that you can grape shot somebody for 10, you got to grape shot harder. 
<laughs> those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. Why can't I grape shot for 30 or 40? Hmm. Maybe I'm not playing enough copy. Maybe I'm not playing enough rituals. Maybe I got to move the deck a little bit closer on the slider to to the combo end of the spectrum. But then am I just doing what everybody else is doing? Maybe a little bit, but if you want to use Grape Shot to win, well, first of all, I don't think very many people use Grape Shot to win in Commander. <laughs> Nay, Gut Shot. <laughs> right? I suppose. Right? So you've fair. already got at least a unique win condition behind your name with those two cards, I, I think. Yeah, I guess. Right? Because how often do you just see big mana into Comet Storm, big yeah. mana into Exanguinate, Pastin, or um, uh, Torment to Hailfire, Sure. Big mana into draw my whole library. Those are the those are the win cons that people are finding not very unique. Right. If you go big mana into gut shot, <laughs> oh, but I made only thirty mana. Good thing I have thirty life still, right? <laughs> so I'll cast gut shot thirty times, and then I'll cast gut shot fucking ten more times with life. All right, right. All so right. yeah, it's it's like uh, maybe you're just not gut shotting hard enough. Okay. Grafted Exoskeleton. Oh, baby. What does that go on? All of those creatures that deal damage to my opponents whenever I pay an instant or sorcery Oh, spell. Like, like a gutter snipe. Yeah. Okay. Because then I don't have to I don't have to gut shot as hard. You gut shot 10 times, and that'll get you there because you're actually quadrupling the, the, the or not the gut shot, the uh, gutter snipe. Yeah, well, gutter snipe does two. So I only have to play five spells. Yes. And then I'm then I win. Okay, I like that one. So that's a that's a solid one. Okay. Gamble. You probably need gamble if especially if you're sliding towards the combo end of the spectrum. I suppose hypothetically that could be a mystical tutor, hey? Yes. I could probably just play mystical. It'd probably with my luck and how things affect me and impact my life, I feel like having a mystical tutor might be better. Yeah, it it could also be like a merchant scroll or a muddle the mixture, just depending on exactly what you want to find. But mystical tutor's probably pretty good. And last one, empty the warrens. Empty the warrens. It it serves. You're gonna get lots of goblins. Yeah, I'm gonna get some goblins, and I could play Mind's Desire. I I guess, but I like that better. You think Mind's is? Yeah, I suppose. I Fuck could. Mind's Desire is good. I Mind's Desire blue blue four. Shuffle your library. Reveal the top card of your library. You can cast it for free. Storm. Can I shortcut that? Most people do, especially in Commandy, where yeah. you just like shuffle once and then just reveal a bunch of times. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, you, it's kind of the same. Can I write that down? I'm writing that one down. That's is a that's on the show one. I'm writing it down on my book. Okay, there it is. Now, moving into strengths and weaknesses, because I think this is how we're going to work in the suggestions. Both my yeah. suggestions, which I've made a lot of already, right. but also the nation's suggestions. Now, we're going to start with the weaknesses. Okay. We're going to start with the weaknesses because that's where the suggestions are going to come from. There are lots of expensive permanent cards. Yeah. Right? Like the Swarm Intelligence, like the like the Pyromancer's Goggles, which is a mana rock and does serve to copy. And you can get multiple copies out of it. But if, again, you're sliding towards the combo end of the spectrum, maybe there's just one turn that you want to copy a bunch of stuff on. And something like like a Reiterate or even just like a Fork or a Twin Cast might be better because you're saving mana up front. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't okay, know. I, okay. I guess depends on how combo-y you want the deck to be, right? Right. Okay. 33 permanents in total. You sold me on a couple of them, right? Like the Grafted Exoskeleton, like the Metallurgic Summonings, but I'm not sold on the Kirk Clan Ironworks, I'm not sold on the Young Pyromancer, just because I don't think they do enough, and they could be some of your suggestions. What do you got? Okay, so... These are all suggestions from the nation, all in the mail or already sleeved up, replacing things in the deck. And the deck digitally that I'm looking at now just has not been updated yet for the show's purposes. For the show's purposes, I will update them with the update notes sometime this week so that people can see. Oh, look at you, yeah. So that people can see that I took those suggestions. I have Aria of Flame. Uh, remind me. That's an enchantment. When it comes into play, all my opponents gain 10 life. Oh, I like it already. But then every time <laughs> Got I... Got shot for 50. <laughs> but then every time I play an instant or sorcery, it deals damage equal to the number of instants or sorceries I've played that turn to all my opponents. Ooh. So, that turn. So yeah. it, it kind of operates the same way that Thousand Year Storm does. Yes. That's sort of Thousand Year Storm 2, but you're starting from a disadvantage. Yeah. Do you remember what that card costs to cast? Red 3 or Red 2? It's not very much. It's less than Thousand Year Storm. Yeah, dude. Less than six. Okay, for sure. sure. 
Uh, Murmuring Mystic, that's a young pyromancer, essentially, but it makes flying dudes. Yes. Uh, same thing I said about young pyromancer. The only caveat there is it does make flying dudes, but that card costs four. Mm. All right? and you, you'd rather maybe be casting Jessica's Will at four. Draw a bunch of cards. Fucking, um, what's the other thing it does? Draw cards and make mana. Make mana. Ooh, yeah. Good things to do, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Docent of Perfection. I like that one lots. That's the one that makes bugs and then it flips over into like a bug lord. Oh, yeah. So the I, dudes I, it yeah. makes are big. Yes. So I liked that one. I'm a I'm a fan of that one. That one I'm keeping. I like that one as a, as a suggestion, maybe instead of the Young Pyromancer again. Yeah. Into it. Sahili Sublime Artificer. <laughs> To be fair, though, or for the record, I don't like that card going into this deck, but if you like it and you want to play it, play it instead of Young Pyromancer. Yeah, that's one that I will play just because I really like it. Okay. So we have Sahili Sublime Artificer. That's another dude for spell thing. Yes, and I think it copies it turn, something. It turns artifacts into copies of other artifacts. Oh. So I could make a one of the uh, Thopter tokens that she makes into a Pyromancer's Goggles. For example, and get in there. Yeah, and the other the other thing that it does is like whenever you cast a non-creature, you get a dude, right? Yep. Again, better than Young Pyromancer because it's giving you more, like uh, more benefit than just make a dude. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then we've got Jessica's Will, and I can't believe I fucking forgot Mana Geyser. Oh yeah, and we were talking you we were talking off the off the air for a minute. I was getting a drink of water, and it was like, if you go Pyretic Ritual. Right? You pay three to get five. Yep. No, pay two to get five, right? Pay two to get three, and then you play Seething Song. Seething Song, Which yeah. is three to get five, and then you use that five to play Mana Geyser. That's like a hundred mana. If you have a thousand year storm, you're going to go two oh. to get three, and then you're going to get three to get five. Three to get ten. Three to get ten. Yeah. And then you're going to cast five, so you're going to float five, and then you're going to get like 50, but you're going to... You're gonna get like 25 mana off your off of your mana geyser, but it's gonna be copied three times. Well, two times. Well, yeah, but two times that you're gonna also have five mana floating. Yeah, it's it's good. So you're gonna get 25 and 25 and 25 plus five. So you're probably gonna get like 80 mana off that play. Boom. Yeah. And then I play my common storm. And that that play <laughs> is predicated, of course, on thousand year storm. On thousand year storm, but also predicated on something like a cathartic re re reunion or a Jessica's will that allowed you to draw multiple cards in a turn, i.e. those cards we just talked about, right? Yes. Draw, 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 draw. Fill up your hand lots. That's why I liked Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And again, it's yeah. just like it's a it's a $7 trillion card, but I, I think you might have one. I Well, I have one in my, my CDH deck. Oh. So, I mean, I guess I could just draw one. Yeah. I could probably draw one. Or or just... Play Wheel of Misfortune or the, the shitty Wheel of Fortune that suspends. I could yep. play either of those. They'd probably be... Okay. I think that that's fine. I think that they'd be okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, one guy said I should cut specifically Wild Guess for Tormenting Voice. Wild Guess for Tormenting Voice. Wild Guess costs red, red. Tormenting Voice costs red, one. And does the same thing. Yes. In a deck that wants every single fucking one of those, or a deck that's fine at making lots of red mana, well, yeah, okay. sure. Git Probe. Another one I can't believe I forgot. Oh, yeah. It's because you, you could, for life... Draw a card, look at your opponent's hand at sorcery speed, and you could do that a whole ton of times in a row if you've got Crocker and Crocker's thumb out, drawing a whole ton of cards for life. Yeah. Good play. Not too bad. And and copy that spell five times, draw five cards for zero mana <laughs> with a thousand-year storm after your ritual a bunch. It's not too bad. I like that, that one. That's all right. And then we've got Narset's Reversal, which we talked about already. Yes. You suggested Mind's Desire, which would be really cool. Yeah, or... or Twin cast or fork or 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 reiterate, and these are my, this is my favorite suggestion. I can't use it, unfortunately, I can't. But okay. I'm so happy that people know me well enough to suggest Mizics of the Ismagnus. I did get one of those too, <laughs> but I was pretending that I didn't. But I had three or four people message me and say, "Brando, damage doublers, giant X spells, and brash taunter." Oh, your boy. And I was like, "Oh." God. I already have that deck. Yes. Right? And I don't want to do that deck again just with blue in it. So is my, I love that people know me so well that they would suggest that, but that's why that isn't here. Because that's yes. like, believe me, I had all of those cards in the pile and I went to sleeve this thing up. Yes. I was like, wait, I can't just do another Brash Taunter deck because Ryan's going to get mad at me. 
So and then you know what? That's how I feel about the rolling earthquake and chain reaction and and um, the comet storm. I understand that you could use those to win. What I what's hard about the red sweepers like that is if we're paying life to Gutshot and Gitaxian probe, and then all of a sudden we're earthquaking, yeah. it makes it really hard. So comet storm goes up in in my favor. What I also would like, if you want, like just jank lots of damage. What about something sh like terrible, like Urza's Rage? Can't be countered, can't be prevented, but you got to kick it. But if you have eighty mana, yeah, I suppose. What if there's something like Inferno, which is just a cool, like, cool name, evocative name, old school card. You get it, get a Legends one or something. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, Inferno seven damage each creature, each player. Ooh, and it does the same thing for seven mana, so it's it's more cost efficient than than those X spells. But you have to copy it if you want to get big mana or big damage from it. Let me tell you one of the X spells that that I thought of on my own and then put in because I was thinking, man, I should definitely play Crackle with power. Oh baby, I forgot all I about that. Put one. it in. It's in. Okay, oh, it's, good. It's in, baby. Yeah, put it in. You, you put fifteen damage into it or fifteen mana into it, and you're dealing like. Fucking 45. Yeah, man. Yeah, do it. 15 yeah. mana is easy for this deck. Yeah. Yeah. So You those... just have to... You know what? Final thing. Mizzic's Mastery, where you're casting it for free... When you're casting shit for free and expels, that's the other reason that I like something like Inferno or Urza's Rage. Mm. Because you can pay additional costs when you cast stuff, right? But you can't pay any into X if you get to cast it for free. Right. So you got to be careful with that. Good call. Good call. Smart. Uh, but I think Crackle with Power is a good exception. Oh, you can have one or two cards that oh, don't go Oh, yeah. Well, and yeah, that's that's the... Because it does a thousand. Fuck yeah. I love doing a thousand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so those are the weaknesses and how to shore them up. We had suggestions to turn it into more of a token-y based deck. Yes. Like every time you cast it in, it's like, like 10 guys. You get a Locust God in there. And yeah. Yeah. So I had lots of suggestions like that, and then other ones where lots of people were wondering what my win condition was, which we already went into, and one of them was, you have tons of stuff to copy, but all the stuff you're trying to copy is kind of shitty. That yeah. was another suggestion yes. that I got. Yes, yes, like is, like the past, or sorry, like the empty the warns without haste, without perforos. Yeah. Right? Like the gut shot deals one damage. What I like, and this is, this is why I like the arc of the art, of deck building and the gut shot and and the grape shot they're hard words to say yeah when we talk about art cooking painting i like architecture architecture you've got a mana base you've got ramp you've got card draw you've got removal right those are the foundations the structural steel that is the landscaping that's that's nice stuff um sorry not landscaping but drainage and proper like sewage sure. removal right yeah you've got all that so how do we make this house that is the deck? How do we spruce it up? How do we make it unique? How do we make it like that that really fine, unique, interesting architecture? Is that it? is that is gut shot. That is fury storm. That is thousand year storm. Cool. Yes. Ah. That's the art of deck building. You can do whatever you want. And if you've got a deck that does comet storm already, play cut it. Play inferno. Okay. Right. Mm, writing it down. Writing it down. It's just, uh, just, uh, just a, a thing. Now, g getting into a little bit of the nuts and bolts, so a little okay. bit of that that structural steel we were talking about. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Five five twenty nine. You yeah. got lots of foils in the deck, though. Yeah. When you look at the deck online, any of my decks on Architect, this is the very deck that you will sit down to play. So all of my different editions and foils and stuff are all in there. So some of which are expensive. Let's call it. Uh, Let's call it four hundred without without the foils. Yeah, I bet you that. Yeah. I didn't do the math, but there's some expensive foils in there. Yes, and oh. things like Clark Clan Ironworks, which have which are going, it's thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got a foil Kirk's thumb in there, which is like fifty. Yeah. So boy, that card's gonna go up a whole bunch again with another card that's getting released in a set that I don't know about. Hey. Yes. Oh. So let's check this out. Blood Moon, eighteen bucks. Probably could go. It's a permanent. We might need some more more spell slinging stuff. Right? Sure. Out she goes. Thousand Year Storm. Get this. Twenty bucks for that card. But it's the it's the backbone. I know. It's you, the you can't you can't cut that yeah, one. Yeah, that one's staying. But uh, I just wanted to to make people aware, right? Yeah. The four most expensive lands. And remember, you got some of them in foil. Yeah. One of those is a fucking expedition scalding tarn. Yes. All right. 157 bucks. 
This is a two-color deck. We might not need those cards. Yes. The, my All the not basics, you could probably cut, no shit, all of them and replace them with islands. And there you go. It's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Gamble, 23 bucks. Just as an FYI to people, if you yeah. want to have a red tutor, I know that Mystical Tutor isn't a free card either, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. if we suggest, I don't, oh, take Gamble up, put Wheel of Fortune in. Like, that's not going to do the budget <laughs> any favors, right? <laughs> My point is, with all of this, is there are stuff, things that you can cut. And if you cut, like, those those basic lands and a Blood Moon and a Gamble, if you have a Mystical Tutor instead, but you don't own a Gamble, you could cut, like, over $200 out of this deck. Shit, yeah. You could, you could build this deck for, for just under 200 bucks. And lots of the stuff that was suggested to me, lots of them are cheap. Cheap now. Yeah. yeah 50 cheap. cents or a buck or whatever. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Do you know what I just thought of? Fuck, you could, you could run a Pact of Negation in here and just, like... <laughs> and I was like, no, if you copy that a bunch of times, you gotta pay. <laughs> oh, believe me, Ron. Oh man. If you think I did not have both a hive mind and a pact of the titan in this deck Shit, initially, yeah. you better goddamn believe that's I did. That's cool. That's cool. Like, how much mana can you make on your upkeep, suckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, strengths. We didn't cover them real quick. Okay. Does lots of damage. Yes. It's gonna give you a unique play experience. I hope so. Well, it, yes, it does. It, it, it actually does. It's gonna teach you how to how to play faster and be efficient organize your battlefield in a way that you can just tap 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 this is what i got this is what i do boom right it's going to teach you how to magic better it also teaches you all of the different triggers and how different things and layers interact with yeah, each other copy copying and casting versus just copying this right. deck will make you better at playing magic yes cool very cool. good unique and interesting win con <laughs> i love it i do like that very much i win with a gut shot there it is yeah there it is. <laughs> gut shot that you may or may not pay mana for. Yes. You should, can you just please make it the gut shot that kills me is the one that you do not spend mana on? Absolutely, I can. Okay, good. I will do that for you. <laughs> okay, good. Now, no spice calculator this week because these guys, this, <laughs> what is his name? Aesor? Aesor and Clark. Not a combination that even shows up on EDH Direct. I can't. That means they have what, sub- Sub three list? Is that how it works? Well, Ludwig Necro Alchemist is the lowest guy and he's got nine. So it's got less than nine lists. Yeah. So any any programmer for EDH Rec or the EDH Rec cast guys, if you're listening, get at us with how many deck lists Isior and Krark have. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually can't do a spice calculator because one of the numbers is fucking zero, and you can't multiply zero by zero. There we that's go. Science. Now, yeah. Speaking of science, that's the only science we had in this episode. <laughs> we can do a card of the week, though. A card, card of the, of the week. 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 How about Archmage Emeritus? That was yes. It's a big suggestion, and I think it might sleeper low key be the best card. In a deck like this. <laughs> yeah, sleeper, low-key. It's going to do, like, all of the the lifting. You know when you're building your foundation and you need, like, all your formwork to be perfectly level to pour your concrete walls on and set all your structural steel on? Yeah. That's Arch Archmage Emeritus. Yeah, he's the perfectly square hole in the ground that you will build the house in. Yes. And he does that all by himself. He's and, you know, I, I, I like this one because I'm actually playing it in a deck, too. Oh, neat. I'm playing this card in a deck. Neat. Yeah. And he is a 2-2 wizard for blue-blue 2 whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell. Draw a card. So he says draw a card on him so you know he's already good. He's a wizard. He's a super good he's creature. A, he's a human. Human wizard. He's a relevant creature types. All around a great card. Yep. Cast or copy lets you like draw your whole deck with your Isochron reversal combo. Yeah. yeah it, it lets you combo. It lets you play wizards. It lets you spell sling and draw. It's going to give you straight up fucking value. And it doesn't say like the first time each turn. No, it's mm -hmm. like whenever you do it, right? You're going to draw cards. And if you go over fusiongamingonline.com, CCO Fusion 5 promo code, they've got Archmage Emeritus in stock, regular foil, extended art foils. They're all there. Wow. Yeah, and you get 5% off. If you want to buy this card, you can go there, get yourself a little bit of a discount. And you can ball out of control with your own extended art foil one, just like me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I opened one in a collect box, so. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, there it is. I like the deck. Oh, thanks. I like the the off-the-wall win con very much. Ah. Very much seems CCO. It seems more like a me deck than a you deck. Well, I was, I was trying to build something different. 
Oh, yeah, and unique gameplay experience, something that we talk about frequently. I think that we're going to be talking about a lot more often in the coming weeks. Oh, very much so. Yes. That's, a, that's a throw ahead to the rest of the arc of the art of okay, deck building. building. But before we get to that, though, oh. don't forget uh, Thursday, Thursday, May 27th, we've got a Modern Horizons 2 preview card. Yeah. Big thanks to Watsy for that. Absolutely free. No money was exchanged. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that on Thursday. So tune in YouTube, wherever you get the podcast. We're going to tie it into the arc. And yeah. and what solidified the arc for me is getting this card and saying, "Hey, we can talk about this thing." Yeah. So without giving any more away, you thank our business daddies. Give us the final thought of the day. Businessdaddiesfusiongamingonline.com where you can go and buy the magic cards that we're going to buy anyway. Help support the show. Save 5% with special promo code CCO Fusion 5. Let them know that their partnership with us is fantastic, which I think that they're learning a little bit more each and every month, even though they don't follow me on Twitter. Well, you, you come around. You're like the Archmage Emeritus. You're you're going to get there, kid. We're, we're going to get there. I'll make it there someday. If you have lists that you would like to submit to the Arc, to submit to the nation, to get tuned up, to get worked on, to get, you know, let us take a look under the hood, see what we can do to give you the same kind of unique gameplay experience that I'm trying to get out of today's deck, please send them in either on Discord or to commandercookout at gmail.com. And we are going to be back this Thursday with our super special preview card and then back again next Tuesday with Ryan's deck for the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!